Welcome back, everyone. This is the Spirits and Poetry. I am your host, Jorge Quintana, and we're doing things a little differently for this episode. As you can hear, there is no background music, and I have nothing prepared. So I'm, I'm noticing a couple things about the way I do the podcast is, first of all, I hide behind my sound. I like having the music because I feel like it distracts from the imperfections of the times I take my breath or when I gulp, or when there's things happening in the background, hiding behind the music, hiding behind preparation, not really allowing myself to talk about what I want to talk about, but rather scripting things so that it comes out perfect because I'm insecure of how I might sound. So let, let's, we're going to switch it up, and as usual, please rate and review the episode if, if you're into what I'm talking about this season. I don't know how long this podcast will continue in this incarnation because, well, I'm always looking to, to change things up. So please write a review on iTunes and I'll, I'll share a poem at the end. I'll, I'll keep that consistent. And actually, I might just bring in some music for the end and make it a musical poem. So thank you so much for tuning in, for taking this time out of your life to just share it with me. And may this frequency bless you with knowledge with peace, and most importantly, love. Love is the supreme emotion of all. Behind every emotion, behind every feeling, behind absolutely everything in the world, is love. It's corruption, it's admiration. Love is everywhere, and love is everywhere that we are. And I'm also recording this. I mean, it's still coronavirus quarantine time, and... I'm recording this at a time where I just started watching The Midnight Gospel. If you haven't watched The Midnight Gospel on Netflix, I highly recommend it. But they talk about different spiritual practices from ceremonial magic to just meditation. But one thing that stuck out was being mindful. What is mindfulness, really? So, uh, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, The Primal Frequency, which you can find on iTunes. Um, there's this episode on weaponized mindfulness. And when I listened to it, I, I knew I wanted to do an episode touching on what it means to be mindful. I mean, I've mentioned intention and being intentional before. And mindfulness is, is, is going to feed on that. But what I mean by mindful is, are you mindful of your actions? And your feelings? Are you fully present in your body? Wherever you are sitting, walking, laying down, can you feel your body? Can you feel the, the inside of your hand? Right? The inside of your arms? The inside of your legs? Can you feel what is inside you? What does it feel like? If I focus on what's inside my hand, I feel a current. I feel warmth. I feel this electricity just running through my hand. And it's the same when I feel inside myself. And it's taken me a long time to learn to be mindful of my body. Where do you feel discomfort? When you're stressed, where does that stress hold? Do you have bad knees? Do you have a bad back? Do you have bad shoulders? Do you struggle with arthritis? 
where do you hold your pain? And and that's that's new to me, right? Paying attention to to how I feel physically, that's new to me. And it's the same with your emotions. Are you mindful of how you feel and how you react to those emotions? So I'm a Capricorn Sun Aquarius Moon. Emotions are very new to me. I mean, I spent a decade without crying. A decade, I did not cry, and and it wasn't that. I I mean there I guess there was part of me that didn't want to but most of the time when I would get sad I would just kind of like be like oh well I don't need to cry just you know I could just suck it up push through right but that's not good for you that that's not to, to to cry is to express but it's like are you mindful of of when you're feeling like when you're angry do you ask yourself okay why am i angry or do you immediately invalidate saying oh well i have no right to be angry this this and that i invalidate my emotions a lot kind of like explaining right like saying like oh but they didn't mean this because they they had no awareness that i was feeling like this already are you mindful of how you react to things are you mindful of how you cope are you mindful of when you're anxious Mindfulness is, it, it is a paying attention, and I'm finding that more so it's just listening to yourself. Like, there's a reason certain things bug you, right? What people call triggers, there's a reason there's a trigger there. But have you asked yourself why it's there? Or better yet, have you experienced why it's there? I mean, being mindful. I think goes with something that the Midnight Gospel also talked about. It's, it's called presence. Just being present. There's this episode I was actually just re-watching before this episode where uh, it's, it's, so it's a goldfish. So it's, it's <laughs> so it's like a goldfish bowl and it like a body. And so this is a magical being and talking about magic. And and he says that what people call enlightenment, right, to be enlightened, to be conscious, to be woke, to be awake, that's just what a lot of people consider that the last step. That's just like when you are awake, when you are spiritually awakened, when you are enlightened, that's it. And he said that in magic, that's just the first step in a process. So essentially what happens is you spend this time learning, right, being mindful. And then you develop what's called solar consciousness, what they call enlightenment in the East. And so when the solar consciousness is this being awakened, this state of, of I guess you could say, an, uh, alignment, right? Being aligned with your higher self, but essentially you are present in the moment. Like, what are you doing right now as you listen to me? Where are your thoughts going? You know, what, what are you thinking about as you listen to this narrative? Is it, a, is it a deadline? Is it a family member? You know, why are you thinking this? You, you have to understand that you're never going to be able to stop thinking. I mean, you can train yourself, uh, but essentially it's... Meditation is not about not thinking, but it's about focus, right? I've mentioned this before. And magic says that the reason meditation is important to the practice is that when you are using your magic whether you're manifesting something or whether you're growing or whatever, you need pinpoint focus. So let's say you want to manifest a new job, right? 
which you absolutely can do. Let's manifest this new job. So, first of all, sit still, lay still, listen to yourself. What do you not like about your current situation? What do you want to change? Remember, I mentioned this in the episode on, on, on free will, determinism, and magic. I think it's part two. That magic, as defined by Aleister Crowley, is the science and the art of enacting change in conformity with your will. So what do you want to change, right? And manifesting is not as simple as, okay, I want a new art job. Be specific. What do you want this job to look like? How would you feel working in this job, knowing you got this job? What kind of liberties would you want in this job? You need focus. So right now, are you focused? It's okay if you're not, but pay attention to where your thoughts go, right? So that's the solar consciousness. That's the first step. The step after that, this fish man, fish goldfish head man, (laughs) explains it's called the solar body. So essentially, when you die, right, so there's two deaths you go through. The first death is the death of the physical body. According to the Bardo Todol, the, the, I mentioned this in the episode on fasting, the Tibetan Book of the Dead, when you die, you enter your mind. And so that's the first death, right? The physical body dies, you enter your mind, and this is where you have to deal with the fact that you're dead. And you must recognize yourself all parts of yourself. And so, essentially, the second death is when your spirit begins unraveling. So many, many philosophies, spiritualities, religions have this state where, essentially, they just wash your spirit clean. The Romans had the, was it called the river Leith, where you bathe and every spirit became new. And, and so, there, I mean, there's different, different cultures talk about this, but essentially, it's your spirit unravels, and all elements of personality, individuality are erased, and they leave you with a pure element, pure energy, which will then, again, reincarnate to the world and take another shape. And that's why you can't remember your past lives. You may have visions, but you don't remember exactly what happened. So according to this goldfish man, if once you are mindful, once you are present, once you have that solar consciousness, at the time of the second death, when your spirit begins unraveling, what happens is you take your consciousness and you put it into the solar body. And what happens there is, well, your consciousness is unbroken for all, rea- all, all eternity. While you may not be exactly the same as you are right now, you can essentially enter the physical world when and how you choose to. If you choose to, you can go anywhere. And again, the episode doesn't go much deeper in this, but that's heavy on my mind, right? Being mindful. What does it mean to be present? There are times where I'll be with my family or with my partner or with friends and I'm lost in thought. And this is also a time, again, coronavirus quarantine, where we're confronting our mortality. We are all going to die. You are going to die. Everyone you love is going to die. I am going to die. And that's okay, right? So many of us, so many of us live our lives basically running away from that truth that we are going to die. And that's the root of suffering. The Buddhists say we are suffering because we are attached. 
We form attachment to the physical world. We form attachments to our physical body. We form attachments to the form that the spirits who are our parents take, right? It's not that we're never going to see our parents or siblings or pets again. It's that we become so attached to who they are in this physical form, just like we are so attached to who we are. We think that we, we, we die and we're never going to be who we are again. You are you, no matter what. No one can change that. The fact that you are inhabiting your body means that you are you. I thought that I had to find myself again. I was so lost during this, this time where I was finally starting to get my footing in the poetry performance ground, right? I was like, okay, my art job, what kind of job do I want? And it was start, finally starting to come to fruition and then everything stopped. And I felt so lost, so confused, so I, lost. I, I felt like I needed to find myself. I was like, who am I? But I'm going to die. And the reason death happens is, is another Midnight Gospel episode, it, as explained, it's, well, we need to eventually let go and say, fine, right? If, imagine if we live forever. We would be so attached to making everything around us last forever with us. We would never be able to let go of anything. So let go. Let go and face your death. Face the fact that you are going to die. Confront your mortality. And the way you confront it is also by honoring your life. Honoring the time you get to share with your parents or siblings or friends or whoever. By being present in those moments. Right? Being present. Being mindful of how you act and react. Fully inhabiting your body. Own this body. Do not let shame or pain or anger or jealousy or envy keep you from feeling at home in yourself because you have the power to live the life you want. You have the power to have the body you want, the mind you want, the skills you want. But we make excuses. We make a lot of excuses. Like right now I'm learning the piano and I, I've been on and off trying to learn the guitar for years, but the guitar just doesn't make any sense to me. The notes are scattered everywhere. I try to learn music theory, and when I try to apply it to the guitar, it just does not make sense. The piano, though, it's more simple in the way that it's music theory laid out. What's harder is the fact that you have to use two hands together. And again, I'm in the state where I'm a complete beginner. The way I'm learning the piano is I'm just practicing my right hand. I'm just practicing the treble clef, only using my right hand, only reading those notes. And as much as I want to incorporate the left hand, as much as I want to incorporate the bass clef, I can't read both simultaneously. So I have to master one before I go on to the other. And keep in mind, I might spend a month on the right hand treble clef before I even move on to the left hand bass clef. And once I achieve that, all I'm going to be able to do is pl play music, read music, which sounds so far off, but again, I may not know how to make my own melodies, but I'll be able to play along. That's progress. I'm developing a new skill. But it takes discipline. It takes discipline. And we make a lot of excuses to keep ourselves from living the life we want. But I'm like, hey, I love music. I want to make music. So I need to learn music theory. And that's why it's just be present in your body. What do you want to do? Who do you want to be? Acknowledge that. We're all going to die one day, so let go. Stop. Don't form attachments to keeping things around. Welcome change. 
So what we're going to do right now is we're going to meditate together. And this will be a quick meditation, but I want you, if you're laying down, continue to lay down. Maybe provide some support under your legs so your back, your spine doesn't get all, you know, strained. If you're sitting down, the way you should meditate is keep your shoulders relaxed. You want your chest out nice and wide. Your back straight. If you cross your legs, or if you could do lotus, do the lotus. I can't do the lotus. But you could just cross your legs, you know, crisscross applesauce. Your hamstrings should be pushing down. And then your head, so if, if, if you can put two fingers right where your head and your neck meet, there's like a little nape. You want to bring your head down until that nape disappears and there's a straight line. So nape straightened out, shoulders relaxed, chest out wide, back completely straight. You can plant your feet on the ground or if you want to cross them, your hamstring should be pushing down and you can put your hands everywhere and just breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe and keep breathing. And now draw attention to your hands. Can you feel the inside of your hands? Just like we talked about earlier. Spend some time and just feel the inside of your hands. What do they feel like? What do you feel as your attention draws there? Now, spread that awareness to the rest of your arms. What do your arms feel like? What does your insides feel like? And once you get there, draw awareness to your feet and your legs. What do your legs feel like? What do your feet feel like? Do you have any pain anywhere? Pay attention to where your energies go and just breathe. This is presence. You're listening to your body. You are with your body. Look ahead, like with your eyes closed, just look and listen. And this is meditation, listening to yourself. So just hold that and breathe. Just keep breathing. And now you can release. Let it go. But how did that feel? Just being present in your body. Being present in yourself. Being mindful of who you are and how you are. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And that's why it's important to be mindful. So next time you feel something, don't just brush it off. But ask yourself, okay, what am I feeling? Put a word to it. Why am I feeling this? How am I feeling this? Where am I feeling this? Be mindful of how you react to others. If you react in anger to someone, why? This is important. It is important for you to pay attention to your emotions. And then fully inhabit your body. When you can live in the present moment, you know you have let go of a lot of attachment. Be satisfied. Be happy. Be content with just waking up every day. That in itself is a miracle. But that is all I wanted to share today. Thank you for indulging me in this new form of of podcasting, me just speaking. Thank you for joining. Thank you for meditating with me. Up next, I have a a track I'm going to play. I'm just going to put the the track with it. But um, this is a poem I did. It's called 
When the Wind is Silent. And you can find this on YouTube at Jorge Quintana. <laughs> I think that's my YouTube. But check it out on Instagram, Jorge Quintana Poetry. I posted the, uh, there's a post there. But this is When the Wind is Silent. And I won't be coming back on. So much love, y'all. Take care. Peace, love, and blessings to wherever you go. And remember, inhabit yourself. The wind brings its honey to the edge of your lips. Everything here has a taste. Every pain here has a name. There is nothing gold about the way the sun falls. The wind is silent, the sky's a light of violet. The sun's somewhere between the trees, between the lines I write my sonnets. And they're of love, every single one of love. Every single one a love poem held up to the sun's glow. And I don't know how all of this should go. If you're following my rhythm, then I'm speaking through your bones And I'm honest when I'm saying that I'm moving through your soul Through the hollows of your ego and the shadows you ignore And I see you like smoke against the clouds I cannot forget the scent of your thick Your hands around my neck like silence How can I forget the way my gravity bends to your voice? The wind is silent the roses and the violets grow between the sidewalks in a single file line. Everything here waits for you. Like rainfall, you move through the city in a sweep of gray, of absence. Heavy, hold me, saint like dying for something other than my own ego. If you're following my rhythm, maybe I should never stop speaking. Oh, hold the metaphors with memories remembering The way the moon fits inside your palm The calm of the August summer simmer The breakfast after dinner The way the sky opened in my eyes But the wind is silent The flowers aren't so vibrant The colors don't have the gold that they once had inside them And heaven is a frequency Hell is just a mindset And everything is ending But why us?